0: Jesus prayed that we would be sanctified by the truth, and the Word of God is just that. Welcome to our latest installment of Bible Study on Reflecting Christ podcast, and may the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet, and a light unto your path. 1st John, chapter 1. The book of 1st John, or the epistle, the first epistle of John, in the first chapter. Uh, John was an apostle, uh, one of the very close apostles, John the Beloved, as some would call him, one of the apostles of the Lord Jesus, that uh, was actually the one at the Last Supper that laid his head upon the bosom of Jesus and uh, asked him who who was it Lord that will betray you who is it that's going to betray you when Jesus told him John had a quite unique relationship with the Lord Jesus he was one of those inner three that went with Jesus nearly every single place that he went Uh, him and Peter and his brother James, rather. Well, John's brother James and then Peter. Peter, James, and John were those who were so close to Jesus that he he chose them to go with him up on the Mount of Transfiguration when he was changed and glorified before them. And Moses and Elijah showed up. But John writes an epistle. Uh, he also is the author of, of course, uh, the gospel according to John and uh, the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ and 2nd uh, John and 3rd John which are to come after this book enough of that anyway one of the things that John is uh, dealing with in his epistle is is uh, something called Gnosticism or the Gnostics uh, who would come afterwards and write Something called Gnostic Gospels. It was just a a heretical thread of writings uh, that basically taught things that were contrary to the truth of the Lord Jesus and uh, the gospel and things like that. But they were false teachers. They were false teachers, and just like Paul had to deal with those and, and write things. Uh, to battle against what they were teaching falsely. And Peter, the same way, and probably even the writer of James and others. John also is writing to, uh, to battle against these false teachings. And like I said, one of which was Gnosticism, that basically teaches that... Uh, well, one of the things that they taught was that... Uh, The flesh is evil. Anything that has to do with the flesh is evil. And everything that has to do with the spirit is good. Um, And another thing is that... uh, Well, which led to... It led to uh, the teaching that... One of the things that it led to was that Jesus didn't actually come in the flesh. Uh, There's other things that, that... were taught heretically, and John touches on them, but the very first thing that you notice is, uh, in his, in the opening of his very first epistle, is him dealing with this, uh, this thought that Jesus didn't actually come in the flesh. If he was actually God, like they say he was, which he was, uh, then he couldn't have been a man because flesh is evil. Uh... know and they were smart enough to know that god can't be near evil so this is why the word of god in first john chapter one verse one john starts out and he says he says this he says what was from the beginning what we have heard what we have seen with our eyes what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life uh in most versions that phrase word of life or that title uh, is capitalized and of course it's referring to the Lord Jesus himself but notice how he identifies what he's saying he says we have seen it with our eyes and we have observed and have touched it with our hands he's saying we saw him we touched him with our hands. We felt him. We handled him. We put our hands on him. I mean, for crying out loud, John laid his head on, on the chest of Jesus. God in the flesh. This is what he's refuting. He's, just, he's saying, no, he came. He was here. He was in the flesh. He was God in the flesh. He was God with us. He was Emmanuel. Emmanuel nonsense that Jesus never was actually a man that kind of thing no that's that's heresy. He came as a man. He goes on to say that life was revealed and we have seen it and we testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the father and was revealed to us. He said I, that's what we're telling you. Whatever these these idiots are telling you that Jesus Never was actually here on the earth or whatever he was he was just a spirit or or whatever the case is that's that's all blasphemy, it's all heresy, but we're telling you the truth. We are telling you that God became a man, and he walked on the earth and he lived on the earth of a, a full life to the fullest. He lived to be you know thirty some odd years old and he did it perfectly this is what John is declaring he's saying that no 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 he was actually here we felt him we saw him this is what we're declaring to you we're telling you and declare to you he says the eternal life that was with the father and was revealed to us it was revealed to us he says what well, we have seen and heard we also declare to you so that you may also have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. Not only is John saying that, that we saw him with our eyes, we touched him, we, we felt him, we handled him with our hands, he's saying, but we heard the message from him. We heard things from him. John's saying there was many times where we were with him and he spoke to us and he taught us things and gave us lessons to live by and to carry on. He's saying, this is the message we have heard from Him. And we declare it to you. God, one of which, is God is light. And there is absolutely no darkness in Him. If we say we have fellowship with Him. Now John is is throwing up some proofs here. He's throwing up some things to, to, uh, some, uh, measuring sticks, right? He's saying if we say, okay, now remember, he's got false teachers that are teaching heresy in these churches that he's, he's trying to help and pastor. And they've been making all these bogus claims and things like saying, you know, that maybe they know more than they think they know or they 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 knew Jesus or whatever the case was. <laughs> or they have fellowship with God and all that kind of stuff. They know what the truth is. They they're in the light. They walk in the light. So you need to listen to them, right? Whatever the whatever it was that they were saying. Now John is touching on another subject. He says, "If we say okay. In other words, These these guys are saying that? Well, let me tell you. If we say we have fellowship with Him, in other words, we have fellowship with God, and yet we walk in darkness, John says, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. So in other words, if our actions don't line up with our words, then it's a lie. It's all a lie. say that we know God but there is no change in our life there is no proof that our life is changing to be more holy more like Christ and you can't see that the outside observer can't see that Then whatever it is that you're saying is a lie John's saying he says if we walk in the light As he himself is in the light. We have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus. His son cleanses us. From all sin. Another if we say. Verse 80 says. If we say we have no sin. we are deceiving ourselves. Again. Most likely or obviously. uh, Whoever it was that was teaching heresy. Was probably making some sort of a claim like well I mean we have no sin right or whatever the case was a lot of people you know you can't get somebody saved who doesn't believe they're lost right just doesn't make sense he says if we say we have no sin we are deceiving ourselves you're lying to yourself you're still deceived and you're still in darkness and you're still blind the enemy still has you double blinded okay because that's just the reality of life and once you get the word of god in you and and the holy spirit is living within you uh no christian worth his salt would say that that they have no sin at all right i'm never gonna make that claim I, i don't know if i ever have and i I've never even alluded to it but the, the simple fact of the matter is uh, there's sin in my life still that obviously I don't consciously know about it whatever I consciously know about I'm warring against by the power of the Holy Spirit but there's, things, there's hidden sin in my life still yet that God hasn't unraveled in my life or peeled the layer of the onion back so that I can see it I'm not so stupid as to declare that that I'm free of sin, that I have no sin in my life. Not only that, but, you know, I know that somewhere later, maybe this day or tomorrow or in a week, I'm going to stumble. But Jesus has forgiven me of sin, past, present, and future. But John says, if we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us, or the word of God. Remember, Jesus said, father sanctify them in the truth your word is truth so when john says the truth is not in us he's saying the word of god is not in us because the word of god and truth are synonymous it's the same thing and you could even say that the word of god truth and the holy spirit are all synonymous right can't separate the Holy Spirit from the word of God and you can't separate the word of God from the truth he says if we confess our sins though if we confess our sins he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness that's a beautiful reality for the believer for you and for me wherever you are it doesn't matter if you're in America you could be in Indonesia you could be in Ireland you could be in Russia you could be in Canada you could be you know you name it Italy France China Korea it doesn't matter heck you could be tuning in from Antarctica or something if you're a believer the spirit of God lives inside of you if the truth is inside of you. If the word of God is inside of you. Obviously we know that we, we still have sin yet to be dealt with in our life. We got we to seek it out. Find it. Get it uprooted. Get it out of our life. Once we do find it. Or we do stumble. Man. We have a high priest. Who is there ready and willing to hear our confession. But we got to confess it. John says if we confess our sins he that is God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us he's faithful to do it and he's righteous or just in doing so how can God do that well because God is both the judge the jury and the one being executed and the executioner for the offense. He is both just and the justifier. He's the priest and the sacrifice on our behalf. He is faithful to do it, to forgive us, and he is righteous or just to forgive us. Our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All we have to do is confess. You don't, you don't have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. No matter what you say, if you have not come across the threshold of confession, I'm not talking about confession in a Roman Catholic sense. I'm just, I, I'm, I don't mean confessing it to a, to a priest in a in a confessional booth. I'm talking about simply being real before God and confessing it. Admitting to it. Admitting to it. Being willing to say, God, you're right. I'm wrong. Your word is right. The Spirit of God is right. I I am a sinner. I have sinned. And there's a good chance I'm going to sin again. I don't want to. But I know... it's just the reality of where we are right now in life and if you're willing to do that John says if we confess boy that's a good spot because he is faithful and just to forgive us of that sin and to cleanse us to cleanse us not just forgive us, pardon us but to wipe it away and make us clean clean not 99.9% clean. Not, you know, a little, most everything, but still a little, no. Everything. Clean it. Spot free. He says, if we say, verse 10, in the last verse, if we say we have not sinned, what does that do? We make him a liar. We make God a liar. If we say we have not sinned, We make him a liar and his word is not in us. The truth is not in us. So you see John dealing with many different uh, heretical teachings. A lot to do with our confession and our action and whether they line up or not. Not saying that he's speaking to us because we are... uh, those false teachers, but, you know, I don't know what sort of leader or teacher in Christianity or so-called Christianity around today that is saying those types of things, but, well, I'll just, I'll just put it, I'll just put it this way, uh, a lot of people love President Trump, right? Right? But President Trump is on record of, of basically saying that he has no need to repent or anything like that. Uh, you know, he's declared, you know, in one way or another that he is uh, a believer or whatever or he's used the name of Jesus or that kind of thing. But his confession is, uh, I have no need of, of you know, confession, basically. I have no need of repentance. I just try to do better tomorrow. Right? Something to that effect. But it's basically that. He's a leader. Declaring himself to be. Some sort of a believer. But he doesn't. He's not humble. He hasn't come to that point where he says that uh, he has some sort of a. He needs to confess. Right? Right? Basically, if so facto, he has he said all the things that John is refuting. So, what does John say? Well, he's a liar. And, he makes God a liar. In other words, it's the same as pointing your finger in the face of God saying, you're a liar. I don't have any need to confess, right? That's just arrogant pride. Arrogant pride. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, but that's, you know, that, that's just an example that I could use as somebody who's a leader that a lot, a lot, a lot of people, sadly, who are Christians, uh, hold them up on a pedestal and, you know, clearly in the 10 verses of 1st John chapter 1, John has torn, uh, that philosophy apart. That was first John chapter 1 verses 1 through 10 on Conf- on uh, what am I saying? On Reflecting Christ podcast. I pray it blesses you in the name of Jesus. folks another installment of god's holy word again if you want to catch us on facebook you can find us at reflecting christ podcast thank you for joining us and until next time be strong in the lord and in the power of his might.